everybody, and welcome into a new episode of I, I guess it's love it or hate it, binge or cringe. It's a movie, so it's not really something you binge. But we've basically been binging the MCU, which I guess we could binge or cringe that. Anyway, not the point. Point is, we just saw Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. We have thoughts. We are going to talk about these thoughts. Mr. Bohan, how are you at this very moment in time? I'm here. He is here. Yeah. He is. So, well, we're going to start with non-spoilers for all of you guys who haven't seen it yet. So this is a little different than our TV shows because, you know, you may legitimately just be watching this to tell whether you actually want to go see this or not. So we will try to have a decent amount of non-spoilers. We'll let you know when the spoilers do begin. Without further ado, we will jump into it. I will kick us off this time. So I think you've I've had you kick off the last couple. So from a non-spoiler point of view, how did I think of this movie? The MCU's had a rough run lately. Um, the last really good MCU anything was Spider-Man No Way Home. And that was a while ago. And before that was probably Spider-Man Far From Home, maybe Loki. It's been a rough run. The MCU has had a lot of a lot of meh and a lot of shit. This um I'm going to put pretty pretty firmly in the shit category. I pretty strongly dislike this film. Um there's not much good at all, but I'll start with the good. I'll tell you what's good about this film. Um Kang the Conqueror the villain, Jonathan Majors playing the part. Perfect. I I mean, as far as the character itself, love him. Loved him. He was menacing. He was he was um he, he was definitely a threat. You could definitely tell that like he was to be respected and feared. And I really, really like that because that's something the MCU has really struggled with, especially recently. Um, he had a Thanos-like presence. He filled the role of a huge villain, which is what the MCU really needs. He he really does seem to be that. So they did that very, very well. They did a really good job of leading up to Kang. Because, you know, and this is a semi-spoiler, but you won't see Kang right away in this film. They build up to him a lot, and I think they did that really effectively. That is pretty much it. There's a couple other little things that are decent in this film but almost everything else sucks uh biggest problems has been a consistent problem for the mcu way too much humor again except the humor sucked again it's one thing about the mcu like back in the tony stark days when tony stark would have a million quips and sometimes they overdid that but at least they were funny most of the time (laughs) these are not funny at all Ant-Man, the other Ant-Man movies, probably a little too much comedy, but at least most of the jokes were funny. This was not funny at all. And it was even more out of place than usual because the stakes were so much higher than the other Ant-Man films. There was so much more that seemed to be at stake, so the comedy did not work at all. And the acting was very bad, which frankly is unusual for even bad MCU films. Usually the acting is pretty good. The acting was pretty bad by most of the characters involved. Honestly, probably outside of Jonathan Majors. And the story was a mess. The CGI was, there was just everything was CGI, which I guess it had to be. It just sucked. 
And it, it just was a major, major disappointment. The ending sucked. There's a lot more stuff that will come to my mind that sucked as we go on, but those were the initial things. There was a lot of very cringy dialogue that made like, oh, I can't believe they just said that. Just some stupid characters. Bad movie. And it's really disappointing because this is the beginning of Phase 5. As we put the dog shit of Phase 4 behind us, we did not put it very far behind us. It's right there. This is right there with Thor, Love and Thunder, Black Widow, uh, some of the other mid to shit stuff that came from Phase 4. And it's another hero I really, really liked, Ant-Man. I really like the Wasp. They're pretty shitty now. They've been reduced with the other heroes that have been reduced. And I think I said I said this to you while we were watching the movie, and it's been something MCU fans have been saying for a while. Oh, thank God Tony Stark is dead. <laughs> thank God he's dead before they ruined him, too. And thank God Steve Rogers is out of here, too. This is just sad. Um, it was it was bad. It was bad. And if you're wondering if you should go see it, I would say a pretty emphatic cringe. No, don't watch this film. It's not worth your time. It's another really bad MCU uh, entry. So, Bohan, I give it over to you. Agree, disagree. How do you feel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We saw this movie last night together, which was Thursday, opening yeah. night. I feel like I know where you're going with this. <laughs> and uh, I feel like we should have just went to go see Blood and Honey, the new Winnie the Pooh movie. Yeah. Is that out? Uh, or is that yeah, like... Yeah, it's out. It's out, out. Okay. We should have We should have gone Maybe. to watch that. I have had time to let this movie fester in my mind. And I have hated every moment of it. Mm. Um, yeah, this movie is down there with Love and Thunder. If not, it may have even dropped it lower. Because I really started thinking about it. Maybe I started thinking too much about it. Maybe thinking too hard about it. I don't know. And I am overloaded with the hatred that I have for this movie. And maybe Ooh. I'm just stupid. Maybe I'm just really stupid. Because I Why tried piecing together the story of this movie. And I can't make it make any sense um i don't know if i missed something maybe what? the quantum physics of the movie was just far superior for my peanut brain to understand i'm i'm tired of this time traveling shit um yeah. i'm annoyed of it i've hated i hated it in game i hated it in game because of it um i didn't go that far but i i i see no. now seeing where time travels ended up i i this, kind of wish they didn't do it in Endgame. <laughs> this movie was dumb. Um, the the MCU quipping is just getting stale for me. I think it's been stale for me for a while. And it's... I didn't laugh one time in this movie. Because a lot of the stuff that I did chuckle at was in the trailer. And I was like, haha, you know, funny. Yeah, that's true. And then I saw this stuff again, and I was like, uh... No, like, it's not funny anymore. None of this is funny. I'm not laughing at all. I'm not having fun. I want this movie to be over. And even whenever it was over, I was still very dissatisfied with it. The The only good actor in this is 
Um, what's his name? You said Jonathan, Jonathan Majors. Assuming Jonathan we're Majors. on this, yeah. I liked Kang up until I didn't like Kang anymore, and that's kind of spoiler stuff. So we're yeah, we'll, we'll get talk about that. that later. Um, but he he did really well with the role. He's he's a great actor. I'm not blaming him for any of this, and he is a very menacing Kang. But I don't like Kang anymore after this movie. I was excited for him because I was like, oh man, this guy, this guy's gonna be like the next Thanos level threat. Yeah. He's gonna be a big threat. And mm-hmm. by the time the movie was over, I was like, all right, I what is this? What are we doing? Yeah, yeah I hated it. Uh we we should have watched something else. Um, I think I think what I'm gonna do, I really want to see Guardians still. I'm not excited for it anymore, but I still want to see it because I love Guardians. And I think, I think after Guardians, unless you really want to podcast any like any MCU stuff, I think I'm done with the MCU. Depending on how Guardians goes, so yeah, we have Secret Wars in between that too. I don't we know. We do, or Secret Invasion. Yeah, Secret Invasion. I don't know how I feel about that either. But Guardians, Guardians is going to be a big pivot point for me. Whether I hate the MCU forever. And I just suffer through it for podcast material because I thought I thought we were turning over a new leaf because I did like Wakanda forever. I thought that was a good movie and I it, it took itself seriously. It was a very it was more it was serious. A, I like that. It was a much more. I mean, granted, it had a lot of crazy stuff in it, but it was more down to earth. It wasn't as wild as some of this other shit has been. Yeah. Um, it didn't like deal with like too much God time travel and comparing it to shit. like what we have been having. And I know the comic books get wacky and stuff like that, but this is just uncomprehendable wackiness to me anymore. That yeah. doesn't make sense. Um. So yeah, Guardians is going to be a pivot point for me. If if it's really atrocious, unless you really want to podcast any future MCU stuff, I think I'm done with the MCU. The only Guardians is trash. The only other stuff I'm looking forward to in the MCU is just Spider-Man stuff. And I know there's more of it to come. I still want to see Spider-Man. Outside of Spider-Man. I don't know if I even want to see Spider-Man. I'm not anymore. excited to see anything in the future. It's more of a like, will I watch it just to podcast about it? But that's it. Like I, I wasn't that excited to see this. I was a little bit. I was like, maybe this. I was could a little. Work. I, I was pretty pumped because this is the first movie of the fifth phase, and I was like, all right, maybe they're gonna turn over this new leaf, and we're gonna have our new threat come in. They're gonna start laying down some groundwork as to you know what to maybe expect, give us some stuff to look forward to. <laughs> no. I talked to um Swanee or mutual friend who for anybody that doesn't know who Swanee is and last night about this film and it made me think for a second about the mcu as compared to the star wars sequels which both disney properties both sequels of course we all hated but is it worse is it worse than the star wars sequels i'm really thinking about it because like it's getting there it's really sad if The Last Jedi, I look back on, I'm like, you know, The Last Jedi had some good stuff. That is how bad this is getting. It's, in the it's approaching that point. I can like, agree with that. The Last Jedi at least looked pretty, I guess, and had like good acting in it. It's just like I'm reaching now. Like this, the MCU at least has done a pretty good job of 
getting pretty good performances considering the situation most of the time, even in their bad stuff. The performance in this was terrible. I mean, like Bill Murray was in this. He was awful. I love Bill Murray. What the f- I mean, he phoned that in hard. Like, why even – why? Why would you put Bill Murray, uh, like a famous actor like that, who we know he's not just a comedic guy. He can act. <laughs> he's like does a terrible job. Paul Rudd, who I thought has done a great job as Ant-Man pretty much every time, even though he's more comedic, I think he still hits the role when he needs to be serious. I thought he was pretty bad. I thought um, Evangeline Lilly was pointless and almost useless in her acting. Yeah, I think she was she was just there. Michael Douglas, another classic famous actor. I I mean he's never done that great as Hank Pym, but this was embarrassingly bad. It's just like yeah, like I'm supposed to believe he's at any stakes in, in his situation. Like it was just a Oh we're goofy, we're gonna talk dumb. about stakes in the spoilers. Yeah. Uh, I mean you brought up a really good point about the time travel shit. And I'm with you. I'm so sick of all this stuff. This is way too advanced, deep. And, and and this whole thing about you being stupid, look, we're not geniuses. But the thing is, this stuff, isn't it supposed to be kind of targeted for kids anyway? Are you going to tell me that kids understand this shit if we don't? To be fair, all the kids are going to care about is all the flashy CGI. Well, I, I know, but I'm like, stuff. are they appealing to kids or not? What what exactly are they attempting to do anymore? I, I never by, know what they're trying for sometimes. Judging by one of the other things that's in this movie that I absolutely hate is plot armor. There's a lot of that. Yes, lots um, of plot armor. Yeah. Maybe well, it's they not are good. targeting kids. It's not good when I was cheering for Kang to kill everyone. Like I, I was, I was on Team Kang. I'm like, Kang, yeah, you're a badass. Same. Kill I everyone. Was. I don't care I about well. anybody else in this film. Well, I was really liking because, like, some of the dialogue that he has. There's a couple of moments where Ooh. the dialogue he has is really good, and I'm like, oh yeah. It's like the writers but, were like, oh, they like woke up and started writing something for yeah. Kang, but for everybody else, they're like, uh, I thought of a joke while I was taking a piss. Let's throw it in there. It's like awful joke. See, I don't think. I don't think Kang had any humor parts. Like he was no, very that's why he was, he was so very cool. serious. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Thanos was. Thanos didn't do it play yeah. any jokes. And that's what made him such a great villain. He's so menacing. And he was kind of wise and he was thinking on a much deeper level. <laughs> and the way Kang presented the stuff about time, I'm like, you know, maybe you guys should listen to Kang. I mean, we'll get into that in the spoilers, but like the stuff he was saying, I'm like, shit. Kind of makes sense to me. But yeah. Just the last thing I want to talk about in the non-spoiler section is as far as the MCU as at large is concerned, from a non-spoiler point of view, boy, does it look bad right now. Like, boy, does it look like this this giant TV show, if you will, is going nowhere. <laughs> is going to complete anarchy madness. Like, I don't know how insanely wild the comics get. I'm sure they get pretty wild, but this is just dumb. They, they, they've jumped the shark really hard here and it's not getting better. It, it looks like they're just completely committed to this wackadaisical nonsense that DMCU has become and it's gotten much worse in this film. So, <gasps> oh man, like I said, for content, but that I, otherwise the thing I loved almost more, almost more than anything else when it comes to fiction was what the MCU was up until Endgame and Far From Home and 
God, it's so bad now. It's also, just so bad now. I was kind of thinking that maybe in the beginning of the MCU, it was really cool because, you know, they were building this universe and stuff like that. We had all these heroes. It was building up to something. This It was the first time of all of that. Being that everyone. big. Yeah. And I feel like now maybe it's just getting oversaturated as well. And it's just taking that that spark is starting to it's starting to go away now. I think yeah. that's also playing a part in it. I, Not sure they can catch lightning twice as, or right. whatever they say. Yeah. Lightning stricken and, twice. I don't remember. And if they really wanted to, I feel like they could have with this, but I feel like the, the go behind this now from like a producer's perspective is just put a bunch of flashy colors and explosions and, a bunch of mumbo jumbo on the screen and our dumb audience will watch it and they'll like it. That's yeah. That's the feeling I get from it. There's a part of me wants to stop watching the MCU just out of protest. Just be like, look, I don't like this crap. And the only way you're going to care is if I stop watching it. So maybe that's what I should be. Maybe that's what we should be doing just to make, and it was stop. really, I've always liked the MCU, but I know you really love the MCU. Really and whenever, did, yeah. whenever we walked out of the theater last night, you said this feels more like a job now than anything else. I was like, wow, it's kind of sad. <laughs> it is. I mean, I used to like, I would look forward to almost nothing more than watching another MCU film. Um, not anymore. I mean, like, I wasn't looking forward to this. I wasn't looking forward to Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I wasn't really looking forward to Doctor Strange. Thor I was and until I left and I'm like all right that's the end of me looking forward to MCU films after watching that yeah. load of shit it's just really bad um and it is really sad so but yeah <laughs> skip this one so if you did watch the film or even if you didn't and just don't care now so you want to hear the spoilers we are going to jump into the spoiler section of this and uh so let's uh let's uh let's uh go <laughs> so let's I think... stick our fingers into the butthole and open it up and tear it apart diarrhea spurts right into our face instantaneously maybe with yep. mixed with a little bit of blood honestly that's how Lots we start our spoiler section blood and blood diarrhea and winnie pooh blood and diarrhea that would have been a different <laughs> kind of movie to see <laughs> all right enough of that anyway i'm way off way off track already one of the things about this film and this isn't even that much of a spoiler but it it, it happens right from the beginning that's why it came to my mind this this thing starts off with the whole light-hearted almost like almost like they're trying to be like a kind of making fun of like a typical movie where it's the monologue of the character while he's walking down the street kind of thing which i get that they're kind of making fun of that at the same time but Although I wasn't entirely sure because this 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 movie went all over the place. Pacing in this movie was awful, especially at it's the beginning. Bad. It's, it's really, really bad, bad at the beginning because basically we find out that Cassie has become a criminal activist. I guess like she keeps criminal activist genius genius mastermind, of course quantum physics. Everybody is now a genius. Everybody. Sure. I don't care who you are, as long as you're young, you're a genius now. <laughs> Everybody across the MCU. Except for like, me. I'm not a genius. You're not in the MCU. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> we're not in the MCU. So we're not geniuses. But everybody's a genius in high school now. And I don't I mean genius. Like Tony Stark, Bruce Banner level genius. Einstein level 
genius. You know, it was supposed to be unusual when Tony Stark was a genius. Now everybody's a fucking genius. And I mean, smarter than Tony Stark. You could make the argument, oh, well, all these kids were inspired by Tony Stark. Sure, but that's lazy. I'm sure they'd be smarter, but not that smart. Like, this is a ridiculous level of smart for everybody who's between 15 and 17. It's it's been every movie and every TV show, and it's no, lazy I agree. and it's boring. I, I absolutely agree. I I honestly didn't think of that till this moment. I'm like, you know what? This is really stupid. Yeah. The kid in Ms. Marvel, the the one her friend, he's a genius. Mm-hmm. Uh Ironheart's a genius. Cherie was already a young genius. At least she was from the earlier geniuses <laughs> instead of being a new level genius. Well, she also had the advantage of being in Wakanda. So we'll I'll give her that as well. I'll give her that. But Ironheart wasn't, and neither <laughs> is Cassie. I mean, she does have genius uh grandfather and stuff, but one I guess he's not her grandfather. Anyway, yeah, but point... she she just learned all this like instantly. Like oh yeah, like, well she wasn't that smart in Endgame. I don't remember her Dad, being, while like, you were doing anything like that. While you were fingering your butt and writing your book, I made a satellite that could go into the quantum realm. <laughs> I know. What just happened? First off, what the hell has Scott been doing for four years? Has he really just been running around like advertising a book? And I kind of don't like this whole, like, they're kind of trying to guilt trip Scott, Ant-Man, because he's not doing enough since he saved the fucking world. And he's like, I did save the world. And I'm like, yeah, he did. When you guys get off his back, what does well, he need to fix yeah, now? They, they made a like, joke out of that. That wasn't even funny because they were all I, like. I kind of agreed with them. I agreed with them, too, because they're all like, Ooh, making fun of him. The, the one lady's like, why don't you write a book about it? <laughs> I'm like. What is he this? saved what the universe? Doing? Not to mention that lady has nowhere to talk, and I'll get to that later. That, yeah, <laughs> that's one this, of my biggest whole, problems with the plot. This whole movie, no, no, no. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right, I, I, want, I want to save up. For her. <laughs> I got a lot of thoughts about. I hate her. Janet. I hate. I hate Janet her so after much. this film. Just sad because the I was going to say the second best acting I thought was by her, but only because she did a good job of looking terrified at Kang. Right. Um, otherwise. I think the actress did Janet. I hate Oh yeah, the actress did well, but the character was awful. Character's piece of shit. Um Oh, I got distracted now. What what was that? I was talking about Scott. He literally saved saved the the entire universe. Not just the world. He saved the universe from Thanos, half of it at least. And (laughs) you guys are gonna give him crap because he's what? Not solving the homeless problem? Like are, are we serious here? Like we're gonna we're gonna make that comparison. Like there's always going to be problems ant-man can't solve everything do you want him to just <laughs> solve everything until he's in his grave like hey, he's not is that what he, he has to do he doesn't have the infinity gauntlet he can't just snap his fingers and homeless people are now not homeless anymore That's i don't know if not, you can do that superpowers with don't you probably help could. you what is he gonna fight off the cops start a civil war against the police like the there police we were i mean like is this where we want this to go like that's doesn't make any sense he's ant-man He's not a. He doesn't want to make himself dictator and be like, "All right, I will take over the world and then become <laughs> Thanos." Basically, like that doesn't make any sense. This is such a stupid idea. And the Cassie's just in and out and out of jail because of her activism. Like you, you don't just protest and get thrown in jail. You have to like attack the cops or something. And she did. Violent. She took their police car and, and he, shrunk it. He shrunk their car. Yeah. I don't like, know if that's really violent, though. Is that violent? That's not shrink, violent. That's definitely illegal. A <laughs> I mean, you would probably get thrown in jail for shrinking a car, shrinking a police car. It's like stealing <laughs> a police car, basically, except sciency. So, but you can't 
do that shit. Like, it just didn't, it wasn't like the cop, like, it would have been, I didn't really want them to go this far, but it wasn't like the cop was just murdering people. He was clearing out a street of homeless people. Yeah, that sucks, but this is the society, you know, shit happens like that. I don't think it was worthy of, like, attacking the cops for that. There's just a lot of, like, that doesn't open her character very well, considering it's what she's weird. been for the longest time. And and Scott is acting like he hasn't talked to Cassie in two years, I guess. Has he just been riding around doing nothing? What has he been doing for all this time? I didn't understand that either. I didn't know it, what... It, it, made, like, it almost made it sound like he was still in prison or something. I, I don't wasn't. know. What I don't understand is like they were making like they kept making so many jokes. I'm like, how much of this is serious and how much of it's a joke? I'm confused. Is he actually just running around selling his book? Is he just ignorant or is he literally just not spending time with his family at all? And then Hope is just endlessly pissed at her mom for the entire movie. She has nothing else that she does in this movie, but she starts at the beginning like you've been distant. Why aren't we closer? I'm like. That didn't fit the scene at all. <laughs> she just suddenly, out of nowhere, like, you yeah. know, Mom, you haven't been spending a lot of time with me, <laughs> no matter what the sequence is. No matter what's going on, she always does the same thing. She could like, be like, all right, let's eat. Hey, Mom, I just remember you haven't been spending time with me. <laughs> this is such bad dialogue. Like, this doesn't make any sense right now. It's kind of like then, Tommy Wiser dialogue. Yeah, I mean, it was just like totally out. Of, it really kind of was. It was just better it's like, acting. It's like they're sitting there. It's like they're sitting there, and she's like, "Hey, mom, the doctor called. Turns out I have breast, breast cancer. cancer." It's like, <laughs> "Oh, hi, Mark." It's like, "Oh, hi, Hank." Honestly, like it made no sense in the timing, and and it kind of just blazed through the beginning. And then all of a sudden, they're all like around a science project that we already talked about. That Cassie fucking put together a satellite to to reach the quantum realm. Yeah. Okay. Insano genius. I mean, I know she has a grandpa who's a genius and stuff, but still, like, come on, he didn't do that. Like, like Hank didn't proclaim that this was his idea, and he just helped her do it. Yeah, he said he this was, was her more, idea. Uh, he was working more with the ants in the movie. Yeah, which I don't understand what he was doing with those ants. So and I didn't understand throughout the whole... Damn. I don't know what the fuck happened later in the movie with these ants. <laughs> That's another story. That was some wild shit. Those are I don't some mean wild. Crazy I don't mean ants. wild in a good way. I mean wild as in what... what it's the... like I blinked. It's like I blinked and these ants were like... Completely insane. I was like, what? Did I miss something? I don't understand. Like he tried to explain it later in the film. We'll get to that. I know he explained God. it, but once again, made no sense. I don't know. I don't know if they're just. I mean, it's hilarious now that I think back on it because I think he said that like the ants spent like thousands of years somehow. Yeah, they. I guess they got society. They got. <laughs> they got stuck in like a time pocket for. Yeah, thousands like of years and then years. somehow came back and were and they, more advanced than he like oh yeah, what the fuck yeah they became like super so. soldier science <laughs> monstrosity ants that dominated the universe yeah 
That's that's what happened. The ants, the ants got wild. Yeah, the uh, ants. I mean, no hope for anybody against the ants, but I guess we'll get to that. No, no, and honestly, I kind of want to talk about this about now, but I, I guess we'll wait till we get to it. Well, I'll try no, to go gonna... through this a little faster. Yeah, but... I mean, this movie's so bad. God, this movie's terrible. So they end up like, and Janet starts. Okay. Should we do the Janet roast right now? Or should All we? All right. Yeah. So Janet. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Janet keeps saying, I don't want to talk about the quantum realm. I was there for 30 years and I don't want to talk about it. Anytime it's brought up, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about the quantum realm. I just want to live in the now. I was getting tired of this at this point in the movie. Like it, it, we were still only like 10 minutes into the movie. And I'm like, this is 10 minutes into the movie. Stupid. Every character's had the same dialogue, like six times. Yeah, this, this Cassie's is, like, this is... I'm smart and an activist. Now Scott's like, I don't know anything. Where am I? Is this my family? <laughs> and like, Hank's just like, ha, 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 ha. I Hank's... like ants. <laughs> and then hopes like, mom, you're not spending time with me. She's and like, Janet's I like, but I hate the quantum realm. I don't want to. I don't want to be in the quantum realm, and I don't, don't want to be here with you. But I want to. <laughs> I want to live in the now. So, if stupid ass Janet, before before we get to this whole little demonstration of um, Cassie's science experiment that she pulled out of her ass. Well, more advanced than any science on Earth, but before. Yeah, before we get to this, like, if Janet would have just been like, hey, you know, in the quantum realm, there is this batshit crazy motherfucker that I met down there named Kang who can literally just erase us from existence and completely destroy us. So you probably yeah. shouldn't be messing with the quantum realm anymore. If she would have said that, they all probably been like, whoa, Janet. You probably <laughs> should have said this now. That's but great. Mom, why we're, aren't you spending not, time with me? <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna activate this satellite now because that sounds pretty crazy. But no, Janet waits until after they explain the demonstration of oh yeah, we have a satellite in the quantum realm and we can, you know, map it out and we can communicate with any sort of life that's there. And then Janet's like Oh no! Turn that off. You shouldn't be doing that. And everyone's like, "Why?" And she's like, "Just turn it off." Well, Janet throws a little rage fit and just destroys the the, the machine. I don't actually know how Kang. I don't. Got them I don't know the quantum realm anyway. But that's another story. I don't know how that happens either. I'm, I'm but they all have something to do with Modok. And oh boy, we'll get to oh. Uh, this movie keeps I, getting I, worse. I, if I heard correctly, <laughs> I think Modoc had something to do with that. But oh, I don't fucking. The know. machine breaks and then it turns back on and absorbs them all into the quantum realm. And now we're in the Woo-hoo! extremely over CGI quantum realm. Hell yeah! I, mean, I don't know how else they would have done it, but yeah, that's that's the problem with all these crazy universes that they keep going to. It's just all going to be CGI, and that just doesn't look as good. That's just you can. I mean, I know they have no options. I just, They're not like, going to be able to make that movie, practical, but still, this whole movie and this problem could have been prevented if Janet just would have been like, "So, 
the thing I am going to warn you all about the Quantum Realm is Kang, and you should probably stay out of there because you cannot underestimate Kang, and he needs to stay there. I locked him in there. He cannot get out, and we're going to leave it at that. Stay away from the Quantum Realm. This whole movie well, could have been prevented if she would have said that. Keep in mind, it's been like how many years since she got out of there? Uh, she got out of the year we What year are we in? In the MCU now, oh, so a like, story too. Well, she was in the blip, so those five years would be erased for her, I guess, sort of. Because what it was twenty twenty three. The point is, game? obviously, she's been around long enough that uh, what's her name, uh, Hope, and her should have had a conversation by now, which they clearly they haven't, because because a... Hope keeps talking about how they haven't talked. <laughs> so apparently, <laughs> they haven't had a conversation in four years. <laughs> But I know that they've asked Janet about um, the quantum realm. So she had a billion chances to be like, yeah, so there's this really messed up guy down there that luckily is still down there because if he got out, that'd be really bad. For all of us. We're all done. Taken care of. Why couldn't she do that? Because PTSD? Is that what's happening here? She just I said don't... she wanted to live in the now, and I was like, I don't know what that means. I mean, I I know what that's it not means, what living but, in the now means. But that doesn't make that doesn't make <laughs> sense. It doesn't mean you just like pretend the past never existed. That's not how living in the now works. That just sounded like another random insert dialogue here to maybe try to make sense of this, but it doesn't make sense. I feel like the four letter word "lazy" applies very well to that plot description. Applies, of how the fuck this the happened? Movie. Yeah, there's a lot of laziness in this. Although they tried hard for stupid things, but it's another story. So let me skip ahead a little bit. They all get sucked into the quantum realm. Uh, literally, this this is the worst part in, when it comes to dialogue, though. Because they get separated. Scott and Cassie go one way, and then Janet, Hank, and uh, Hope go the other way. And literally, like, five seconds after they land, Hope goes in again about how Janet doesn't talk yeah. to her. You're in God knows they where just, at this point, and yeah. you're still on this? <laughs> like, I'd be like, why don't you just stop talking to her entirely? You guys have been why on screen you, for 10 minutes. Yeah, why don't you just, you know, try to figure out what's going Like, it's like she wasn't even phased by that. She was just like, it's like ah. so mom, now that we're here in the quantum realm. <laughs> now that you can't like get away from me. In the quantum realm. Why haven't we talked about the quantum realm, mom? We're here. We might as well talk about it now. What? It's fucking stupid. Uh, skipping ahead, skipping ahead. They end up with this little camp of oddball freaks. Wait, I actually... Uh, all because... of them, eventually. Well, no, no, yeah, you're right. Say... Scott and Cassie end up with them. Then they, yeah, end, they end up, up with, with like the, the resistance. Uh, the, yeah, which didn't make sense. I hated the resistance. I hated the funny, the quote unquote funny characters that were supposed to be in this. I hated the guy who could read minds. His acting was horrible. I don't know if he was trying to act badly because I'm like, he seemed like he, seemed like he what didn't is he even doing? want to be there. And I also, at this point in the movie, no longer <laughs> wanted to be here. Maybe he read the minds of or knew the future. Maybe or something. he was like, reading Boy. my mind and he was like, oh man, <laughs> he's really not enjoying this movie. And it's kind of sucking the life out of me, too. He's reading your mind. He's like, oh, God, I don't want to be here. This is terrible. Yeah. But, like, I think they 
and then the weird dude at the ooze. The only the thing ooze. I kind of liked was I, I liked... was so hoping he would like whatever they were like later in the movie, they were murking him, like he was getting like yeah. shot by I was like, Thank you. Yes. I was hoping dead. he was dead. And then he, he uh, I have holes. Fuck you. God. <laughs> they made a bunch of weird holes jokes. The sad thing is, the if they had done thing. that in a certain way, that could have been funny. But since they did it the way they did it, it was not funny. It was just like aggravatingly annoying. But that whole group with the crazy badass chick and then the dude with the... F- I don't know what he is, like launching laser Search beams out of his head. Man. He looked like Pathfinder yeah. from Apex, is what he looked it like. Kind of looked like Pathfinder. Pathfinder with the sun head. <laughs> so that that whole group was just like, oh, I'm supposed to like these guys. Okay. Well, you didn't try didn't to make like me them. like them. I like they, they, all die. they basically just inserted, like, hey, here's a group of people you should feel bad for. It's like, no, you're supposed to make me feel bad for you. You're not supposed to just tell me those are the people I'm supposed to feel bad for. That's not how you tell a story. <laughs> it's just fucking lazy. So, anyway, we got that stupid group uh, that I, I couldn't have cared less about. And then we find Janet, Hank, and Hope, who uh, I guess Janet runs into one of her old buddies that she stabs to say hello to. There was a time that that would have been neat and interesting and unusual, but honestly, the way the MCU is going right now, that doesn't strike me as any of those things. But forget that part anyway, because it doesn't really matter, because they basically, I guess they set her up. I don't really know um, how yeah, that it sounds works. Like, uh, sounds like Bill Murray set her up, I guess, is where that led Did to. Did they both set her up? I don't know. But they go to this bar place. Or she meets up with Bill Murray. I don't know what his name was. And the, the, he doesn't matter. He's just he a, doesn't. Uh, he's just kind of a dick. Uh, I guess he had a love relationship with Janet in the past, which makes sense. But why? Like it matters not at all. Was that supposed to be like some kind of weird joke? And Hank says whenever they he brought had it, some flings too. I'm like, yeah. Whenever they brought that up, like whenever they were on the ship and they brought it up later, and she's like, "I have needs." Shut up. Oh God. Shut up. Kill yourself. That, her character was so shit. <laughs> oh, God. So I anyway, Janet. Janet was terrible in this. I mean, she wasn't very good in any of the other films either, but this really hurt whatever her character had going for her. Uh, anyway, so Janet, I guess, kind of fucked over everybody because she kind of fucked over everyone in the quantum realm, too. Sort of. Although I guess there's nothing really she could do at that point. But Bill Murray was pissed about that. He's like, well, we're all under Kang right now. Which, by the way, seems like they're doing well. I mean, not the group that Cassie and them are with, but he seems to be doing okay. Yeah, he's like super rich. Says something about Kang being really persuasive. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I'm sure he's very persuasive because he's insanely powerful. <laughs> so, I mean, so, there was it's, that. Just, it's just stupid. I just like, didn't care. I, at this point, I was like, can we just see Kang, like, you know, kill everybody? Yeah. And I, I, I just wanted that. to see Kang. The only thing that this part of the movie had going for it, it was it was building up to Kang. Like I said in the non-spoiler section, they did do a good job of building up to Kang. Like, they do make him seem like, oh, my God, what is this dude? What's he, what's he like? You know, like, boy, he must be really something. And, I mean... I'm trying to make sure I'm not missing something when I don't think I am. There's a bunch well, of other dumb shit. While we're, while we're on the subject, so um, 
So Janet, whenever she was stuck in the quantum realm, somebody else came into the quantum realm. And right. Janet tells the but story. We're, we're, yeah, we're going to touch on this real quick since we're no, here. No, I think that I think this is the, the right time in the in the movie too. So somebody else gets sent down into the quantum realm, and Janet doesn't even know who it is. And they're like, "Oh, my ship was damaged, and I need help fixing it. It can go anywhere." So they spend a lot of time fixing the ship. And long story short, they get the ship fixed. And turns out that the ship is controlled neurologically by Kang, because the person that gets stuck down there with Janet is Kang. And he gets on his ship, and he's like, yay, we're going to leave. And whenever Janet touches the ship, she can see all of Kang's memories, because it has neurological powers, I guess. And she yeah, sees that Kang, she that sees there. that Kang is an absolute lunatic, and she's like, "Whoa, you're not leaving!" So she ends up making the reactor or the core of his ship really big, so that he can't put it back in his ship and use it, I guess. And uh, Kang is that's that's how he's stuck there in the in the quantum realm. That's that's how that happens. That's how that happens. And. Uh... I mean, plot device that that thing's neurological and that makes him see memories makes no sense, but whatever. We'll just let that plot device go. Um, so anyway, that's the whole situation. Kind of interesting, kind of not. I'm trying to make sure I'm not skipping anything else. I know that Modoc gets sent after Scott and Cassie. Yep. This scene was incredibly stupid, but the I think the stupidest part was like, so Kang's got all these troopers, uh, kind of cool looking troopers, but again, they're just insanely awful at everything. I don't think I ever saw them do anything right in this entire show. No, they I were, think they missed they every very, shot. Very useless. Insanely incompetent. So they were just there for fodder. Modok comes in, and we saw Modok in the trailer. And he looked kind of strange because he had this giant mask on. Modok is and one I, of the I, strangest characters in. I Marvel get Modok is supposed to look strange, like he he's yes. a very strange looking villain. I get that, he's super odd. But this just made him look straight up stupid. Well, here's the thing: like in Marvel's Avengers, the video game, Modok was the main villain. And as much as I'm not a big fan of Marvel's The Avengers as a video as the video game story and everything, <laughs> they did a decent job of representing modok as a threat without without making him just look like an idiot because he does look so weird he's a giant head you know they actually made him a little menacing not great but you See, know I thought he, he wasn't was a supposed joke. to be i thought he was supposed to be menacing like even though he's really he goofy is looking, menacing but he's i thought he was though. like another like big level threat villain for like marvel he, he was sometimes i mean the marvel's avengers video game saw him as big enough of a threat to make him their main villain. And that was an Avengers level threat, <laughs> literally. So yeah, Bodok is kind of usually considered a big deal, but he is goofy looking. And that's always been kind of an issue for the MCU to how to bring him in. It's like, okay, how do we address the goofiness or do we pretend he's not weird looking? It's, it's a tough one. Honestly, they probably seeing how it went, they failed miserably, but I'll get into that in a second. So well, anyway, they Modok gets sent to 
kill Scott and Cassie fails. I don't, I don't really get it because he was supposed to kill him, I think, but then he was only supposed to abduct them. I don't fucking know what he was supposed to do. I don't know exactly what point that Modoc reveals what he actually looks like behind the mask, but let's talk about it. He wow, wow. So he takes off the mask, and you see Yellow Jacket from the original Ant Man, Darren Cross. Uh, I don't remember what the actor's name is. Just Jared Stoll or something. Like that. It it's matter. bad CGI, is what it is. Very. It's- very Very bad cgi i think they purposely to some extent made it look like shit because they They wanted to be had to wanted it to be funny and goofy it looks like like when i've done editing before and i've had to take like a a a vertical image and make it horizontal so it stretches everything and it looks like shit then i'm like i can't allow that to be on my video and i fix it it's like they were like like how stupid he looks. Yeah, let's roll with it. Let's roll with it. So it's just a giant, freaky looking, stretched out, <laughs> stupid head of Yellow Jacket. So Yellow Jacket basically in the original Ant Man gets sucked into the quantum realm, but he was supposed to die. Somehow he didn't die again. Fairy dust. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, woo, science. And, and he somehow didn't die. Sense. And Kang found him and turned him into a killing machine. Pretty stupid, but the way he looked, uh, there was no getting past that. And then they and just once again, I, I we get it. Joke. We get it. Modok is supposed to look strange, but they they butchered it. They butchered it worse. Like he, like he's supposed to look strange in a semi scary way, not strange. Yeah, he's in supposed a... to be. He's supposed to be terrifying, is what I always thought of it's him. A like, mechanized organism designed only for killing. Yeah. Like. Like, I understand them making a joke here and there because it is Ant-Man about Modoc and stuff. But literally every scene with him was a joke. It was just another joke and another joke and another joke and another joke. I'm like, fuck. And it's really funny because after <laughs> after this movie was over, I didn't I didn't realize it. But because I, I turned to you, I was like, I think this movie had less humor than Love and Thunder. And the reason why I thought that oh. is because I didn't <laughs> laugh at anything. I think I chuckled so twice. Bad humor. I think I chuckled twice at Love and Thunder, like two or three times. But that was early in the movie before it started getting really redundant. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is just a comedy now. Yeah. To where this movie, it just none of it was funny. It was pretty bad throughout. And I chuckled a good bit in the first two Ant Man movies. Like they were pretty funny. And usually when Ant Man was in the scene, it was I'd get a chuckle or two out of it in the Avengers or Civil War or whatever. <laughs> But Modoc was just such a disaster, and I can't say I'm surprised. If you if you told me, I forgot Modoc was in this film to be honest before we watched it. <laughs> so when I realized, my like, oh fuck, Modoc's going to be in this. The way that they're doing this so far, this is going to be a disaster. Yeah, I yeah. get that he's com- can be comedic, and sometimes he's a threat, and he's a weird character. We have enough comedic, stupid characters in the MCU. Enough. We didn't need another one. Like. <laughs> God, it was bad. And he he gets worse. I, I don't want to know if we want to his ending was oh, so god bad. awful stupid. I I couldn't believe they kept going. I'm like, no, 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 please stop. Please it was a joke. Please stop. Have mercy on my soul. They were Enough literally with this making stupid a joke story about him. 
It was a terrible joke. It's just ridiculously dumb. Uh, but I, I guess should we get into that now or go to it later? Anyways, Modoc. I'm starting to feel miserable and sick really talking am. about this. All right, let, let's let's finish off Modoc and not speak of Mo- again. Modoc, Modoc's like I'm Modoc. I'm gonna be a villain, <laughs> and I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the butt end of every joke that every scene that I am in, and I'm gonna take you I to wish Kang you now. That. I'm gonna take you to Kang. You're gonna you're gonna see Kang. He he wants to see you. So they take him to Kang. Kang's like, hey Scott, uh, I need me? you to go. Oh wait, I sorry. To... I thought we were still Modoc. <laughs> no, no, we're like Kang. Moving Kang on. shows up at at his uh place. Place. I, I guess it's his kingdom. Kingdom. Oh, uh, starting <laughs> starting to have a stroke. Anyways, this this part of the movie I actually did kind of like because there were some lines of dialogue that Kang said that I thought were really cool because whenever he shows up, um, Cassie and Scott are in like these prison cells. And Kang walks in and he's like, hey, so uh, I need you to do this for me. And Scott's like, do I know you? And uh, Kang's like, oh, that's right. (laughs) You don't know me, but I do know you because I've killed several other versions of you and all the other Avengers. And uh, (laughs) sometimes it, it gets a little hard for me to to remember that not all of mm-hmm. you know who I am. Like I was like, wow. All it's right. It's probably the best <laughs> scene in the movie, by the way. This 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 scene of the introduction of Kang is probably the best scene in the movie. <laughs> and cool. uh yeah, it, it was great. I, I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And uh you could tell that the actor that plays Kang, like he was taking it seriously. He was in the role. Like he was he was doing it's great the with it. Only serious character in the movie. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. But basically, Kang explains that they need to use the particles to basically shrink down his ship's reactor slash core, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. so that he can use it for his ship. Yeah. So he gives Scott an ultimatum of do this or I'm going to kill your daughter in front of you. And I'm going to keep doing it over and over and over and over until you beg me to kill you. And I was like, wow, that was pretty yeah. dark. Very <laughs> dark. I was like, shit. That's that's so, deep. That kind of goes back to the question: up. Are they making this for kids or is it for adults now? Like what? <laughs> like that's a badass quote and it's cool and all, and that does fit with Kang being the time traveling guy and everything. But I still kind of have this feeling of like, ah, man, this time stuff gets so it deep. It's like really insanely dark. Like, should we even be doing this? And like, like when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, he could torture him for eternity. He could. And it's like, ugh, it's like fucked yeah. up. But like, it was a cool quote. It was a cool scene, and Kang showed no even remote signs of humor, which I really liked. And yeah, and he shows his insane power and how nobody really compares to him, except we'll find out later. But. <clears throat> Yeah, I really I I really like that scene. It was a great intro to him. Long story short, so I'm not skipping too much. I'm not really sure if I am. Uh cuz I don't even remember what Hope and them were doing this whole time. They were 
on their way to that core reactor thing as well because hope ends up hope and scott end up intersecting in that core at the same time so let's go to the core thing (sighs) this scene is this scene could have been this this scene scene could have been been cool but it got completely ruined for me look this could have been very interesting because well they both jump in well well ant-man jumps into the core okay and he he somehow has modok on the radio or whatever which is just stupid but modok makes a dumb joke anyway he's down there and he's his body starts splitting because they said weird stuff will happen to you down there and you may lose your mind i was like okay i wonder how they're going to pull this off and they actually present a famous science experiment that i can't remember what it's called but it has to do with a cat a schosinger's cat or something it's a very famous science experiment about time and reality in the movie they call it a probability storm probability storm it's every it's, single decision that you could possibly make in this situation that you're in. And I thought that was a very interesting concept. I thought that was cool. Like all like, the oh. timelines are converging basically in one spot. Like Rick and Morty's done stuff with this it's like, much better. But it's like they're it's 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 like it's in the same spot. I could be explaining this wrong, but you could no. make an infinite amount of decisions. And each yeah. one that was splitting off from him was going to Creates make more. one of those decisions. So like it's like a hydra basically when you cut one head of, off two more it's, it's, come, like it's a you, decision yeah. hydra basically decision is hydra. what I got from it um, and and if you get too caught up in those decisions and the probabilities then yeah fuck you up and at first I thought this could have been really dark I was like wow this could get really like dark and weird and maybe <laughs> very uh what's the word I'm looking for uh interesting <laughs> extra I don't existential. know. Existential. Existential, yes, yes. Existential. Sort of yeah. It could have gone in that direction. But then a version of Scott shows up that is a Baskin Robbins employee version of him. And it's the only one. And I'm like, what in the f-? and even he is like, Where am I? Why am I here? Why are you all wearing that suit? Because every other version of Scott is in the Ant-Man it's suit. In the Ant-Man and suit. there's one Baskin Robbins one. <laughs> They ended up this? making it into a complete joke, and it made no sense. It it took away the whole theme for me too, because I was like, "This well, look, if this you're gonna so go much potential, and they if had you're to gonna go that path, if if you're gonna go with that idea that you're gonna go with the whole Schrodinger's cat probability experiment, then go ahead. I mean, it's really a bad idea. Like I was thinking when they were doing this, I'm like, "Oh no, oh no, 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 no. they should not do this." Because the real truth of that experiment is, you're right, it's existential and it's fucked up. Because once you get buried under decisions, you're done. You cannot... And that's kind of what was happening exactly to what happens to him. And I'm like, oh, fuck, he's done. Because there is yeah. no overcoming that. You're dead. Your mind is gone. Then, Ant-Man is insane now. I'm like, but then that's they're all just like, dark. <laughs> yeah, because like they're they're burying the original Scott. Like He's getting buried in this probability storm of himself. And then all of a sudden, Scott's daughter says, Daddy, I love you. Come back to me. And all the other Scots are like, you know what, bruh? Let's do this. Let's 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 lift them up together. And I was like, like, what? What is happening? What? It's like all the probabilities agree that if Cassie said something, every single probability would be like, oh, that's right. This is what we're doing. I'm like, wait a second. If that was true, how did he get so distracted in the first place to make 10 billion different... That doesn't make any sense. 
and the probabilities can't work together. That doesn't make any sense. That's not, it's like they took a really, really deep existential scientific idea and then turned it into into some stupid cartoon magic humor. I'm like, you don't get to do both. Pick one. Like, I'm fine if you want to make this something magical and humorous and not do, well, I probably wouldn't be fine with it, but stick with it. Don't do both. Don't do some horrific existential possibility next to some fantasitical, humorous, dumb idea at the same time. Like, it doesn't work that way. I didn't want them to touch it at all because I'm like, if he goes insane, that's too dark, even for, I like dark stuff, but that's fucked up. Like, I don't want Ant-Man to be a psychopathic lost his fucking mind twitching the rest of the time like i'd rather you just kill him (laughs) but like oh we'll get to that too yeah we'll get to that too i i think (laughs) so anyway wasp goes down there and she's got no problem because i guess wasp is just smarter she just goes down there she has probabilities come out but they but she's fine yeah janet janet (laughs) says oh yeah don't focus on those and hope's just like okay mommy Yes. And by mom. the way, we need to have a talk. By the way, <laughs> when are we going to talk about the quantum realm? No, they had their talk, so she's good now. I they finally talked I... after fifty years. <laughs> they should have just thrown it in at that point. They might as well. They should have. It would have been funnier. Anyway, Hope goes in there. She gets Scott out. I think they <coughs> didn't. They fail. I don't even remember. I think I fucked up. And I don't know. I don't know what that was. Uh, it was oh they failed well scott failed but hope didn't scott fail because she threw more yeah, in there that's yeah, what hope, happened hope threw like 15 of them in there and i guess that again that's this whole thing do. i don't know what scott's plan really is here like because he should he knows what he's dealing with with kang and whether he saves cassie or not doesn't matter because if kang gets out the world's over like yeah i don't, like i'm tired of this little weird bargaining chip now, what 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 would have gotten me with Kang is like he's going to torture me endlessly for the rest of eternity. All right, you can have her. I mean, I'd be like, okay, that's not that's not a decision I can humanly comprehend. So yeah, I can't. I can't. You're going to have to be released. That, that it's not possible for me to say no to that. But right. on the so the idea of like him killing her at all, I'm like okay. Enough with this comparison. The MCU's done this before. Is like, uh, infinite horror hells. Or your daughter died. Like, oh, infinite horror hells. I'm like, fucks. if it's an infinite horror hell, your daughter's going to die anyway, you dumb shit. And everybody else is going to die too. Like, I hate that stupid. And the MCU, because they've gone way past the existential now, comes up with these crazy scenarios that don't make any sense. You can't play that game of like, here's the ridiculous existential black hole of hell, or <laughs> I hurt you. Like, oh no. Like, what's the, like, you wouldn't dare. Like, you can't do Disney princess comparisons. It's almost like to the existential black hole. They're like, the same thing when you think about it. Like, it's either, all right, I'm either going to kill you now. Or whenever I do you later, I'm gonna kill you then. That's like that's like me going, "Hey, Cookie, do you want me to bend you over and put it in your butt now, or do you want me to bend you over and put it in your butt later?" Like 
that's it's the same thing. It's not exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but sure, if that helps you <laughs> remember. It'd be more like if you would say, Cookie, I'm gonna bend it over bend it over. I'm gonna bend you over and put it in your butt now, or I'm gonna do it later and to everyone else in the universe eternally. Yeah, yeah, like that. That's more like what like would you like it now or would you like it eternally with everybody else also having the same butt fucking? Right. Right. It's like it's too much, and they, they like <laughs> way too much. Anyway, the point have, is, no, enough of, no, we don't alone need more comparisons. or together with a bunch of other people <laughs> forever. <laughs> You'll beg me for death, <laughs> and I won't give it to you. It's like, uh, uh, like the MCU is playing with way too much existential crazy shit, and they have been for about eight or nine different shows, and it's just yeah. Boom. Anyway, that little existential whole weird scene was another flop and a failure. I guess they get out and Kang takes Cassie anyway. I don't know why the fuck Kang did that. Like, I don't know why Kang gives a shit about Cassie. Like, is he just trying at this point? He's just trying to be that was out of his character. Like, I was like, like Kang doesn't fucking care about Cassie. He's gonna kill her in fifty other realities anyway. (laughs) I I didn't understand why why he was going back on his deal. Maybe he just forgot. Like he's like, "Oh yeah, I, I have that no, guy's daughter." I don't I think know. He, that didn't make sense. Kang's character started to go downhill about this time. Yeah, and so this brings us to the overall ending, which I don't know what happened in this ending. I don't even this, know how to explain it to you guys that haven't seen it. This got wild, wild and. St- Stupid as hell. Let me just so... try to throw a couple of highlights in there because I don't know how any of it <laughs> happened. I'm just going to tell you what showed up on the screen. Giant Ant-Man comes back and he basically starts godzilla his way through Kang's city, I guess. City. Yeah, I guess that's his city. Kang is like prepping his like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here launcher, which is really slow. It's very Just throwing that slow. out there. Crazy slow. Ant Man is also very slow as a giant, which makes some sense. Um, then Wasp is doing some stuff. She always seems to pop up randomly and save the day, even though it doesn't make sense. She's just there. She's just there. Um, Ant Man's daughter, <laughs> who earlier in the film didn't know how to do anything fighting wise, is suddenly insanely good at it because and she's fighting Modok. A teenager, <laughs> because all oh, teenagers oh. are she also amazing. sends out a distress signal to to the other resistance people of the quantum realm. I'm guessing, yeah, because she also hijacks also... Kang's software or software. I don't fucking know what Kang's technology is. She yes. hijacks Kang's message and creates her own message for people to tell them we need to rally against Kang. They're like, wait, is she saying we should rally? I we didn't should, know we, we could try that. that. Like, oh my god! Again with this stupid, terrible plot of an idea. But sure, everybody suddenly like, yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah. So a bunch <laughs> of weird things attack. The army of Kang is beyond useless. Can't do anything. Um, he has unlimited ammo and still can't bring anyone down. At some point. Uh, Cassie turns giant and starts beating the shit out of Modok. I can't remember how that ended up happening, but Modok, and this is probably the, one of the worst things in the entire movie. 
Cassie starts talking to Modoc. I think she's still giant at this point, and says to him, like, just yeah. don't and, and Modoc is suddenly having a therapy conversation with her about how yeah, Modoc's kind of just like, Why doesn't anyone like me? And Cassie's like, Cause you're a dick, just don't and, be and a by dick. the way, and by the way, Bohan's not exaggerating. I'm, like, I'm like, what is he happening? Literally he says, doing? I'm pretty sure he literally says, Why doesn't anybody like me? That's not it's an something exaggeration. along those lines. Something along those lines. And she definitely legitimately says, Don't be a dick, man. We're That's not exaggerating. We're not exaggerating. We have exaggerated some scenes. That's not an exaggeration. That's exactly what the dialogue was of that scene. Creepy looking beat the shit Modoc. Who's I guess his like launchers were fucked up, although they come back later. We'll get to that. Because we're not done with Modoc. We can't just let him fucking die. <laughs> but we'll get to that later. Kang keeps trying to lift off. He keeps looking like there's no way Ant-Man could possibly stop him. That Ant-Man does without any, like, not from, like, a smart plot or anything. Just, like, I just tried a little harder. And then it worked that so, time. <laughs> so Kang has a, uh, he has, like, this shield. A ray around, shield or something. A, a, a giant shield around his uh, takeoff his... city dimensional palace. let's say it's king's palace time traveling which is thing. also a giant ship thing so there's a shield around it and at first scott uses like a uh some sort of part of a building or something as like a shield and he like wedges it in under there and he tries squeezing it under it that doesn't mm-hmm. work so then he backs up and hope or no he shrinks and then hope throws him at the shield and then was he gets it really hope big or was again. it cassie it was hope it was hope. Okay. Yeah, she she throws him at it, and then he gets really big again and just kicks through it. And I was like, all right, sure. And apparently, he kicked so hard through it that it messed up the actual like reactor that was inside with Kang. Like it like knocks it out of place or something like that. And I'm like, what? What is going on? It, this is where <laughs> plot armor starts getting really, really bad. Uh, plot armor was very bad throughout and this whole time i'm thinking because like this resistance is attacking and scott is attacking and hope is attacking and uh cassie is attacking there's all these people attacking um kang who is this all-powerful being who can wipe out entire civilizations and timelines and dimensions and i'm thinking I know he wants to leave, but at this point he can't leave now. So why doesn't he just go out there and deal with this problem? That because I mean, to the way that I was looking at it is everyone else to him was just a bunch of gnats or flies that he could literally just obliterate out of existence. Ants. <laughs> so I'm thinking, why doesn't he just go do that? Why doesn't he just go out there? wipe all of them out and then he can fix his stuff and then he can leave without anybody you know swarming around him it's true and he doesn't do that right away he i don't he know what kinda he kind of starts he, to do it he clowns around for a little while and then he goes out there and starts massacring people and i'm like all right there we go yeah yeah i like this I liked it, but I didn't at the same time because the way he killed them was like they turned to dust. Like it was War of the Worlds or something. I'm like, this kind of. It was kind of like he was Thanosing them out by shooting laser yeah. beams at them. I was like, I was like, all right, he's all powerful. So, I guess. 
Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying too. Like he 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 goes out it there. Just, I was expecting him to go out there. It felt, and just... it felt anticlimactic the way it was happening, but I was glad right. it was he was doing something at least at this point. Yeah, I was happy that he jumped out there and he started, you know, actually doing something about this problem that he has on his hands. And Kang kind of starts pushing these people back by himself, and Ant Man and Hope don't stand a chance against him. Like he he poops on them pretty bad in yeah. every interaction that they have with him he poops on them like with relative ease easily then these ants show up all of these ants that are yeah. like wearing battle armor they're shooting laser beams off some of them like are these cannons on their back some of them are huge some of them are flying and they have like <laughs> mechanized warfare like laser cannon hammer of dawn striking satellite missile uh, this is not an exaggeration <laughs> i don't know i thought at this point in the movie i thought that like somebody like slipped a shroom like up my butthole or something <laughs> and i was getting really high and i was like oh boy what is happening and you're on shrooms uh, these ants now, I, I think we should say about these ants that Michael Douglas is, or Hank does say something about this before about does, how the ants are like advanced and stuff, and it makes no sense. Yeah, we kind of touched yeah, on this earlier, but we did. Just want to throw that in there that there was some kind but of does weird it really shit. matter? Does it no, really matter at this? I'm point? I'm just trying to say that they didn't completely come out of they didn't, this. but they they, they still kind of did. Did. <laughs> did. These ants swarm Kang. And drag him away. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> did this did this guy that is scarier possibly than Thanos just get dragged off by ants? <laughs> if he if Kang would not have shown up later in the movie again, I would have been like, What the fuck was that? <laughs> this guy was just beaten. This is the one thing Kang could not defeat. These ants. ants. (laughs) These ants. Yeah, they just swarmed over him. And they're like, like Kang has this like shield up around himself trying to hold him off. And they're they're getting through this shield. And uh, he ends up pushing some of them off again. And then Modok comes along. Gotta have fucking Modok come back again. And he's like, I'm not a dick and he bursts True through story. kang's shield blows up the shield and kang's like oh no ants i am weak to ants and gets dragged off in a river of ants he didn't say that did he? <laughs> he didn't say yeah. that but he might no as well we have, have. Oh, we no, have ants. to say that now because frankly some of the dialogue so insane that honestly any of that could have been <sighs> what happened <laughs> i'm weak to ants <laughs> I mean, that's what I got from it. They dragged that him off like he was. It would have been funnier, honestly. I they dragged him off. <laughs> they they picked him up just as easily as like mom comes in and picks the cum sock up off the floor. Like she comes in and she just picks it up and she throws it in the washer. That's what those ants did with Kang. They picked him up and just dragged him God knows where. Mom drags your cum sock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Anyway, <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway so bad. Um, 
it was terrible. The Modoc, and then Modoc has a death scene because we can't just let Modoc go away. We have to make fun of him more. And that uh, death scene was so cringy as hell. It was a really, it was really a cringe cringy. explosion. Like even Ant Man was cringing. Like I'm like, what is happening? Am I supposed to be cringing? Is this supposed to be sad? Is this supposed to be funny? What am I watching? Like it was just bizarre, strange, dumb. I don't want to talk about that anymore. It was just terrible scene. It was bad. Modoc was, was like, bad. we were like brothers, weren't we, Lang? And Lang's like, at least I died an Avenger. And Scott's yeah. like, mm. and then he's like, I died an Avenger, right? Oh Scott's God. like, yeah, sure. Let's make it stop. All right. I was like, can, so, we, can we end this movie? Well, they were getting there because Ant Man, I don't, they all, Get their they little teleportation in his palace yeah, they, they, place. They go up to uh, Kang's uh, main chamber place where he was getting ready to leave, and they open up a magic portal in there. Why? Why couldn't Kang just do that? I know he wanted to take like, I think the his with city him. with him, but honestly, if you want to leave that bad and you can wipe out stuff on your own, why not just do that? Yeah. Anyways, uh, this this is getting stupid. So they open up a magic portal in Kang's chamber, and they're like, all right, we can leave. So uh, Hank goes in. Uh, Janet goes Janet in. Janet goes in. Cassie Hope goes, goes in. in. Hope goes in. So I thought whenever whenever Scott pushes Cassie at the last minute, whenever he's like, you know, oh, shit, like, get in there and pushes his daughter in there, and, like, Kang shows up again, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, so we're going to get a final showdown here. Maybe this will hopefully be good. Salvage this film. Kang beats the living, merciless fuck out of Ant-Man. Like, he he is destroying him. And I'm like, oh, shit. Are they going to kill Ant-Man here? Like, is this actually going to happen? Are we going to have consequences in a Marvel movie? Are we going to have a death of a main character? Yeah, yeah. Nope, plot armor. We don't get that. He lived sort um, of somehow. Hope comes in and saves the day and uh Kang gets sucked into, into his a, own brain. Uh, he gets sucked into a reactor or something. I don't know. Wasn't that Maybe. reactor like his brain, sorta? So he got sucked into yeah. his own brain. Maybe. I don't know. Marvel Marvel doesn't know what they just did, but he died, sorta. <sighs> did he though? Don't... I don't know. Oh, we'll get to that. There's more. This movie oh, just never more. ends. Let's this... skim over the ending before we get to the after credit scenes. Um, they all live semi happy ever after, except Ant-Man goes to his dumb monologue again. And then he thinks to himself, wait, have I doomed the universe? Because Kang does say, and we did skip over this. Kang yeah. says that you're going to need me because what's com- I've been killing all these timelines because what's coming is a lot of me. And they will I destroy that was the entire universe. I'm like, Jesus. I, I thought that was, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's like, what I alluded to earlier in the non-spoiler section, where I said, like, I think Kang actually had the right idea. He because we find did. out, we find out that he was exiled. He's so By like the how, other Kangs. <laughs> so like how the Kang and Loki was, um, they called him the uh, what was his name? Uh, not the Watcher. Uh, the he was. Something ancient one. 
wasn't it? No, no, no he that's was Doctor Strange. What the fuck? Uh, I can't remember the name. He well, who remains. He who remains. He who right, remains. Yeah. This Kang was called the Exiled One because he was exiled, and the way that I was taking it is he was going around and stopping timelines in a way to try to stop his other versions slash himself. Variants. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's kind of cool. I kind of like that idea. But then they they completely just <laughs> they ruin it for me. Yeah, and Ant Man has this moment it, where he's like, Maybe King was right. What have I done? Have I doomed everyone? Ah no, probably not. I'm like Yeah, they make a that, joke out that of it. summarizes the movie right there. I'm like, ah, this could have been really deep and interesting, but <laughs> I got a nice little joke gotta, for you. We gotta make a, a punchline out of it. <sighs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> this movie ends with a bunch of dumb shit. I don't even remember what else happened before the after credit scenes, and I don't care. So that's that movie. But then there's the after credit scenes. So honestly, the last couple of uh, MCU films have really fucked us on the after credit scenes because they didn't even have them. We waited the entire Black Panther Wakanda Forever credits and they didn't have an after credit scene. And then I think the one in Thor was incredibly stupid. And then the ones in Doctor Strange were incredibly stupid. The after credit mm. scenes have really lost their luster. They used to be they really, have. really, really cool. And like, oh my God, I can't wait for the next film. Part of that is because I don't care about these films anymore. And part of that is just because they don't show you anything that matters. Nope. Let's go to the first after credit scene. <sighs> Basically, it shows a bunch of different variants of Kang. One a looks like an Egyptian. Of variants. Looks, well, I'm just talking about the beginning. One looks like an Egyptian. Oh, the like five of them that are there. Yeah, there's like a pharaoh one. I don't remember what the other two look like. They kind of one kind of looked Egyptian too, but they all looked like they were from different timelines because obviously they were. And they're all like the exiled one's dead or something, and then they're all like, "Well, now's the chair time that we should attack or whatever." Because I don't know why they wouldn't have attacked earlier. But anyway, they go into this arena full of Kangs because they're bringing in all the Kangs from all the timelines. And, and when Cookie's saying arena, like Roman Colosseum, full of them, full and of this Kangs. is where it kind of ruined it for me because I was like, "Wait a minute." If there are this many of them, why is existence still existence? Like, if each one of them is, like, as powerful as the exiled one and as powerful as he who remains, why Why are there... What have they been doing? <laughs> what is, they, they were all afraid of What's one other on? Kang? Like, I don't... Just afraid of I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. Well, the thing is, this if they are all afraid of that one, then they're not that big a threat. I don't care about a thousand Kangs if they're all shittier than the one Kang that got killed by our one superhero. <laughs> that was like true. Yeah, Ant Man and Wasp by themselves killed him. What do I care about if they like a thousand Kangs basically, are afraid of that one Kang? I don't get basically, it. Basically, the MCU seems to be going in the direction that Kang. Is just going to be a lot of Kang the Conquerors. And that's probably what they mean by the Kang Dynasty is that the whole MCU is just going to be filled with Kangs. Like that's yeah. that's where they seem to be going with this. Talk and about the I ultimate plot armor. I don't know how I. F- <sighs> I hate it. I know how I feel about it. I'm telling you right up or straight up. 
like I said, I my favorite thing about this film by far was Kang. Really, the only good thing about this film was Kang. But they kill it at the end with this after credit scene, though. They totally do. Well, they killed they Kang. It. And I was hoping, I'm like, well, I guess he's not actually dead when I when they said he died. And I'm like, oh, wait. So that Kang that I really liked is actually dead. And we are replacing him <laughs> with a billion Kangs. Well, that's the other thing. I don't know if that tech, <laughs> if that Kang is really. Do, are we going to get that Jonathan Majors performance again? Because the one that shows up in Loki is clearly different. different. Yeah, yeah, it's still played by Jonathan Majors, obviously, but Majors plays the part completely differently because he's a different variant. So that means that the Kang that I liked is gone. So I'm like, oh, so the really menacing, interesting villain is gone and now you're going to replace him with a billion versions of him that are all lamer than him what a stupid over-the-top existential bs idea and i'm like this might be this might be the worst thing about this film was that after credits i'm like this is their plan so on so many levels this is incredibly stupid for one they should not stand even a remote chance Against what's coming. No. How do you stop that? Do you remember what Thanos did? One dude. With a couple, you know, I, he eventually had an army at Endgame and stuff. And he, he kind of had an army. But, but basically. He snapped his finger. He fucked, he fucked over the Avengers basically by himself with a little bit of help. Thanos did that. And now I'm supposed to believe that the new Avengers, who frankly don't seem nearly as competent as the old no. avengers based on what i've seen recently they're supposed to go up against a billion maybe better than thanos's what i don't is see how it's bullshit i don't see how it's gonna work the only way that they can like make this make sense is just to have kang win i mean i don't know no not just kang win kang did not even close kang kill all of them easily and he's just like yeah, I, sips on a alcoholic beverage. See, that's and calls that's it what a I don't. Day. I don't know. A lot of this just doesn't make calls sense. It a life, like a lifetime. I, I don't know. <clears throat> this is so dumb. This is so dumb. The stupid time travel shit. I remember when you said you hated it in Endgame, and I'm yeah. like, oh. And I was fine with it in Endgame. It wasn't my favorite. It was probably my least favorite thing about the movie, but was I was okay convenient. with it. I let it go. But now seeing what they've done with it. <laughs> And seeing that the only time they made time make any sense was in Loki because they tried to make and it that's, make sense in that. I show. was about to, I was about to bring that up. I liked it better in Loki because they tried. They, they tried with Loki, but but in Loki there were consequences at the end of Loki, and that's what I show. liked. There was consequence to everything that had happened in Loki. To where in Endgame, it was perfectly convenient for them. No matter what they did, it was just they could they could do no wrong. Everything was conveniently placed, and there was no mess up at all. It it was too convenient, and that's what I hate about time travel. Sometimes is well, like all time travel, multiverses, gods, all this crazy existential shit. You can do it, but you have to like. You have to be delicate with it or else it's just going to be like magic here, magic there. Looky, looky. Ooh, mistake. Not right. anymore. It's like, oh, my God, this is not how you do it. And it's just a bunch of dog shit. Anyway, the point is that extra credit scene, I was 
I was just like, so it t- it took me a while to realize how bad that after credit scene really was because it was bad. It was bad after after I saw it, I was like, all right, so they're just doomed, but they're not really doomed because plot armor. Because plot armor. Anyways, um, so before this movie, I had heard that the after after credit scene was really really big and good. I was like, oh, all right. And some people were even saying <laughs> some people were even saying that the after after credit scene was better than the movie, which after seeing the movie, I was like, yeah, that makes Not sense. Hard. Uh I also I mean I liked seeing, you know, I liked seeing Loki for half a second. Way. What the after credit after after credit but, scene was was just simply like Loki and Morpheus in the eighteen hundreds, and they see a magician, and it's Kang. Yep, and that's pretty much it. And i i love I love Loki because you can see the fear like that Loki has because uh, acting, like, yeah, because because uh, what's his name? Morpheus. Tom. Oh. Uh, Morpheus is or Mobius, not Morpheus. Mobius. Mor- Morpheus is the guy from Matrix. <laughs> um, that would have been interesting. If Morpheus shows up. He's like he's like he's because the the Kang is giving Sorry. a demonstration about time, and uh, he's like, I don't see why you're so afraid of this guy. Like, he doesn't seem so bad. And Loki's like, Oh no! Like, <laughs> you don't you don't understand. He's he's terrifying. And that's the after after credit scene. And I was like, okay, well, I'm ready to leave. So you and I were the first ones out of the theater. I was ready to get out of there. And uh, I was ready to be done with the movie theater for the night. We should have watched Blood and Honey. You went to the bathroom. There were three dudes in there. They went to the same <laughs> stall together, started farting and giggling with each other. You came out and told me about it. You're like, Bohan, the bathroom was terrifying. I don't know what was happening with those guys. And we, I said, all right, Cookie, well, I'm going to go to the gym. And, uh, yeah. Those guys were sitting, there was the same guys that were sitting, like, right next to us. Yeah, they were sitting, they were fucking strange. The one guy, I knew he was demented when he, like, gave a standing O to this movie when it was over. I'm like, Oh, yeah, yeah, they started, they started clapping and shit. And I was like, no, no. When you said shrooms going up your ass, I was thinking, I wonder if they are on shrooms. Because they were bizarre. They were bugging. They were not. They were not doing too well. I don't know what I the mean, fuck is wrong with them. Going they were doing, into the stall they were, they together, were doing too well. Farting together is. I did look. I I was peeing at the urinal and I heard things. I heard them go into the thing together. And one's <laughs> like, "What are you doing in here, man?" <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one's like, "Man, this is crazy." <laughs> and then I started hearing farting. <laughs> There was some farting going on. What are you doing in here, man? (laughs) And they were giggling the whole time. All of them. Like, they did sound like they were on drugs. And I was like, I need to get out of here. I don't want them to Maybe that's the only way to enjoy an MCU movie anymore. It's just to do a bunch of drugs. (laughs) And we didn't know it, but we were on drugs. (laughs) That's why this movie was so bad. Maybe I sat on a shroom when I sat down in my chair and it went up my butthole. I mean, I do seem to have seen the same movie as you, so I'm not really sure if we both saw uh, Yeah, a lot of the stuff that we said was very similar. Oh, I was and, thinking, our, and our seats didn't even work. Or they wouldn't uh, extend out the, the legs so we could lounge out. So I, I don't remember where the buttons are for it. 
oh, I found the buttons. It just didn't do anything. I'm uh, very depressed. That's that's sad. Anyway, it was not was a good bad. experience. It sounds like Cookie's experience in the bathroom was a lot more fun than the movie itself. No, it wasn't. That was At least scary. you didn't. You, well, you were probably in suspense. You're like, oh. That's true. I, I don't know. What's <laughs> I was happen. in suspense. I had no idea what was going to happen. I thought they might come from behind and try to force shrooms down my throat. I don't know. They were. Those are like some weird dudes. They, like, I was like, I, I didn't even know why I was afraid of them. Like, they're probably not going to hurt me, but they're so unpredictable. <laughs> I don't know what they might do. You like look up at the ceiling and one of them is like crawling around on the ceiling. He's like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> I'm Ant-Man. <laughs> he like falls from the ceiling, tries to kill me. I just wanted that piss to end. And the, you know, whenever you're trying to get out of the bathroom faster and the piss is like, no, 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 sir. You're going to stay here forever because it yeah. goes even longer when you want to get out like if you're starts if you're in a urinal next to a guy stealing. who's acting weird and it's like oh no you're like ah, he's come like on, one of those just finish he's like one of those guys you look over at him and he's looking right into your eyes whenever you look at him <laughs> <laughs> he's making that eye contact with you i've just had weird looking dudes stand next to me at the urinal i'm like i need to finish i start like whipping my dick around like come on come on come on get out Make you it know end. what I like to do at the urinal? I like no, to just drop my funny. pants completely around my ankles <laughs> and use the urinal. It's like my ass is hanging out and stuff. Yeah, you'd be one of the people I'd be trying to get away from. <laughs> so you were that guy. That's what you're alluding to. That was you. <laughs> All right. I think uh, I think we've said enough about this shit. This movie was bad. It was bad. So was my urinal time. It was all bad. Hopefully you all enjoy this. What is this, like a two-hour podcast? It's going to be a long podcast, probably at least an hour. So, yeah, yeah. we really uh, we kept you guys. We gave you more than the movie will. So For the three to four of you that are going to watch this. The movie also felt like this. it was long, but I actually don't think it was. I think it was uh, pretty it was basic. Around, hour and a half, hour 40. Hours. Yeah, it's, it felt longer. It was so bad. It did. All right, so thank you guys so much for listening. Not sure uh, what you're listening through, but if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, which you probably are, because I can't remember how I'm putting this out there, but that doesn't matter. Point is, if you guys are watching it on there, please leave us a review. Five stars is great, but if you hated this podcast, you can leave a zero-star review, I guess. You know what? Don't do that. (laughs) Don't leave zero-star reviews. But if you got this far, I assume you liked it. Please leave us a five-star review. It would mean a lot towards growing on those platforms and we thank you very much for that but anyway ta-ta and bye-bye for now and until next time yeah until next time oh